Good morning. Father, I thank you for your love, for your people, for the gospel, for the word. And I thank you, Father God, for connection. I pray, Father, that as they continue to have your heart, to show your heart to people around them here and all over the world, that they will get to see the kingdom size increase. Father, we want to hear you this morning. We want you to hear you speak to our hearts. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, it's a very, very, very great opportunity for me to be here with you. And uh, I do know by letting me come in here, you have shown how gracious you are. And I thank my God for you and for the partnership that we have in the gospel. I want you to know that I have always had a got connected. But when you guys sent that wonderful team back in the summer, I think some of you want to get rid of them so that they can be melted. Because the hot sun was not friendly on many of them. But I had a great time. And I think they had a great time too. And we enjoy ourselves. But when they left, they also left an empty spot in me. You know, I don't know if you know Paula Beauchamp. If you don't know her, you need to know her today. Paula is a ball of fire. Wherever she is, dullness is gone. Okay? Because she's that kind of person. I thank God for her. I thank God for Caden, for Kim, for Chris, for Lindsay, for Jonah. Every one of the team members that you sent, I thank God for them. I thank God for Brother Brian Fake. What a leader that God has given you. And I pray and hope that you appreciate a leader like him. Somebody who has God's heart. I thank God for the hearts. It come, uh, it's come to a point now that 2002 Abbey Court is getting to be a second home for me. And I enjoy my time there. Whenever I come, it's the whole house is mine. And don't ask them how much I eat. Because I can't eat. Paul, I know that. So much so when she took me from the airport with uh, Rick, you know where they go with me? They went straight to a restaurant with me. And they give me that big tall shake. At first I thought the, the shake was, was big and I shook it and it's empty. It's gone. My friend, having people of the faith who love the Lord and who love his people is a wonderful thing. 
So this morning, I welcome Vanessa. She is here. She is my countryman, and I'm glad she's here. May the Lord bless you, Vanessa. Um, you have had a wonderful series. The series is God's heart and cultivate God's heart. And I, am know, for, I know for sure that you have gone through a series of messages where you have been shown what God's heart looked like. And I myself have chosen to go with you in Luke chapter 19, verse 1 through 10. But I want you to know that the way God's heart is, is different than the way that our heart might be. Because if I were to choose, I was not going to choose the way God chose. Because God's heart is for the little who are seeking Him. Not the big. God's heart is for the downtrodden, not for the comfortable. God's heart is for those who are weak, not for the strong. But the weak who are seeking Him, God's heart is for those. God's heart is for the marginalized, the lost, who want Him. My friend... Because no one wants to be associated with the little, the downtrodden, the weak, the marginalized, and the lost. So the idea of God to have a heart for those people in the world's eyes is scandalous. It's a scandal. Because everybody wants to be associated with the famous, with the big, with the strong. Because if you are associated with the weak, guess what? You might be left behind. You might be walled over. But God's heart is for those people. Only those who have God's heart will care for what God cares. In our text this morning, it is questioned about a man called Zacchaeus. He desperately wanted to see Jesus because of this you know a lot of people they didn't make it his job easy because they look at his past they knew him as a tax collector but one thing Zacchaeus did he persisted finally Jesus went and overnighted into his home, contrary to what the members of the crowd would have chosen. I want you to know this morning that Zacchaeus was happy that Jesus did not ask for the crowd's permission. If Jesus had the people in the crowd, whether or not they want him to go to Zacchaeus' home, they all would have said no. My friend, if you are here today, let me tell you, it's because Jesus didn't ask people permission if they want you to be here. Because people generally who knows you, when things like that happen, they will come up with all the bad things that you have done in the past to explain you one thing. You are not worthy to be here. You are not worthy to be object of God's grace. Let's turn to Luke 19, verse 1 
through 10, and we're going to read that text. Luke chapter 19, 1 through 10. I will be reading from the NIV just like it's on the screen. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him. Since Jesus was coming that way, when Jesus reached that spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, came down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to them to be the guest of a sinner? But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possession to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because the Son of Man too, uh, 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 because this man is the Son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. Today, we are going to highlight different phases in Zacchaeus' life. Phase number one, Zacchaeus' problem. When people know you, the first thing they always bring out is your problem. Not your potential. And certainly not your possibility. So those people did not like Zacchaeus. First, they have problems with him because of his position. He was a tax collector. He has been in the job for so long. He was at uh, at the time of history. He became a chief of tax collector. Remember where he lives. He lives in Jericho. I don't know if you know that. Jericho is a Levitical city. It's a place where priests live. It's a place where where religious uh, uh, tribes live. It's a place where people were there. They are Levites. This is where Zacchaeus a tax collector, a publican lives. It's just the opposite. It's like you put in one room a Cardinal fan and a Chicago Cub fan. You expect there will be fights, okay? But that guy was not welcome in Jericho. Those people tend to be hard on sinners, the Levites. And guess what? Zacchaeus was a sinner. And those people tend to be hard on everyone who is working for Rome. Guess what? Zacchaeus was working for Rome. For them, Zacchaeus was a traitor. The Zacchaeus position as a chief collector... 
I mean, the IRS guy, they keep sending to you for audit, you know, every year. And Zacchaeus was not welcome. They had another problem with Zacchaeus is that he was wealthy. He was rich. He has a lot of money. And for the people, Zacchaeus earned all those money because he was ripping them off. So they did not like him. So when, when Zacchaeus was in the crowd, was passing through Jericho on their way to Jerusalem, when Zacchaeus was trying to get his way to Jesus, guess what? It's their chance to squeeze him. It's their chance to ridicule him. It's their chance to basically pound him down and say sorry, but they were not really sorry because they were paying him back. When Zacchaeus saw that, he came up with a different plan. He left the crowd, went ahead, climbed a sycamore tree so that he might see Jesus. You see, a man of Zacchaeus' political stature should not have been among the crowd at all. This is too low for him. But he wanted to see Jesus. A man of his financial means should not have been in the crowd at all because it's Jesus. It's a man from Galilee. This guy is not rich. He's poor. But Zacchaeus know that Jesus had something that he wanted. He wanted to see Jesus. The priests were not in the crowd fighting to see Jesus because they are way up there. Okay? Many of the Levites were not part of the crowd because they are too religious. But Zacchaeus was in the crowd. When Zacchaeus saw he could not see Jesus, he went and climbed that tree. He was looking for Jesus. My friends, there are a number of things which could stand on your way to meet with Jesus. Some of those things might be people who know you. You may say to somebody, I'm thinking about becoming a Christian. You? Christian? (laughs) They may laugh at you. They may remind you who you are. Your past. The wrong that you have done. And all those things may come and stand on your way to meet with Jesus. But please, do not let anything stand on your way to meet Jesus. Do like Zacchaeus. Leave the crowd. Climb the trees. Overcome the obstacles so that Jesus can see you. When Jesus reached that place, he saw Zacchaeus, and he asked Zacchaeus to come down. Some of you are here, maybe highly educated. You may be nurses, doctors. You may be PhD guys. Your education may stay in your way. Because you may say, in my education, I cannot believe in a Jesus of Nazareth who died and rose the third day. That's not scientifically possible. Your education may stand in your way. It may be your financial means. Oh, I have all the money that I want in the world. 
I have what I need, and I am lucky to have those things. I don't need Jesus. Your past, your past, uh, glo- your, your glorious past, because you, were, you have done this or that in your life, and, and peop- your name is in newspaper, or you are all over people wants to meet you. Those things may stand on your way, but do not let that stand on your way. Zacchaeus didn't leave his position stand on the way. His money did not stand on his way. The crowd, the people who knew him, will keep using his past. He didn't let those people to win. He went, climbed the tree to meet with Jesus. Whatever it might stand in your way today, even if it's church, because sometimes the hardest people are church people. Sometimes church people are not merciful. They may be mean to you, but even church people who are mean to you, who do not have the, 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 the heart of God, don't let them stay on your way. Go and meet with Jesus. Because He loves you so much and died for you. The second phase in Zacchaeus' life was his privileges. Past those problems, Jesus arrived under that sycamore tree and he just looked and said, Zacchaeus, come down. Can you imagine the shock of the crowd? Jesus even know his name? Zacchaeus was pleased to see Jesus. That's all he wanted. But Jesus saw his heart and wanted to give him more. My friend, in the, in the message, they paraphrased the, the verse by saying, Zacchaeus could hardly believe his luck. Because all he wanted was to see Jesus from a distance. Now Jesus is asking him to come down. Guess what he did? Jesus did not ask the crowd if it's okay. Because if he asked the crowd, they would say no. If he did, they would allow him. In fact, they would criticize him. They would say, no, 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 no. Don't go. This is a bad boy. The people, when they saw Jesus was going to Zacchaeus' home, they began to grumble. Oh, no, look what he's doing. He's going to the house of a sinner. You know why they say that? They did not see themselves as sinners. They saw Zacchaeus as sinner. They didn't see Zacchaeus as someone that deserved to have Jesus into his home. They see themselves as someone who deserved that place. But If you have God's heart, if you have Jesus' heart, you will see people's potential. You will see people's possibility. And you will open yourself to go into their home. My friend, Jesus does not do just what you want. He may go even further to surprise you. Jesus may have something in mind for you. You cannot even begin 
to imagine. Can you believe that Jesus may be using you to be the one who reached the next generation for Christ? He can do that. He said to Zacchaeus, I must stay in your house today. It is necessary for me to stay in your house today. You know, my friend, Jesus may well need someone you think is good for nothing. You may know somebody that you think is good for nothing. And Jesus needs some, that same person to do wonders for him. So if you think someone is good for nothing, he doesn't deserve for Jesus to enter into his home, please do not stand on the way. Let that person meet Jesus, okay? And if you used to be standing on the way of someone who wants to meet Jesus, stop doing that. Be merciful. Pave the way so that people can meet Jesus. Some members of the crowd would have loved to receive a handshake from Jesus. Zacchaeus got to have him into his home. Why? Because he loved Jesus way more than they did. He risked his position. He risked his reputation. He risked to be ridiculed. And because of that, Jesus went into his home. Many times people are dumbfounded when God decides to express his crazy love for you or for me. And some of those people are church people. These are the people, the same people uh, who would take everything into consideration and conclude that you do not, do not deserve for Jesus to go into your house, just like the people in the crowd. Those people are like the older brother. When his younger brother came back, when daddy was ready to celebrate, he was grumbling. Those people are people who do not recognize what Jesus can recognize. Those people may be just like the nine. Instead of going back to say thank you to Jesus, it's only that one oddball, that Samaritan, who goes back and thank Jesus. They saw themselves as Jews. They, because they are Jews, they think they deserve to be healed by Jesus. They deserve, uh, uh, they, 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 they deserve to receive that gift of healing. But that Samaritan, he sees himself as an outsider. He sees himself as something that did not deserve that grace. And went back with grateful heart and thanked Jesus. And Jesus' question where are the other nine? Were not they healed? Yes. But they did not see it fit to come back and thank Jesus. Calling Zacchaeus by name would be enough for Zacchaeus. And impressive enough for the crowd. But Jesus did more. Asking Zacchaeus to come down is great. And Zacchaeus would cherish spending one minute with Jesus. But he did more. Jesus going to his home was loving, wonderful for Zacchaeus. But Jesus did more. He wanted to stay 
to dine, to eat with Zacchaeus. Do you know that Jesus wants to stay in your home? Did you know that you are necessary for God? He wants to use you. He wants to do amazing things for you and through you. Did you know that? Did you know that you are the one that God wants to use to win an important person for the future? My friend, please do not let your wealth stand on your way or your ego stand on your way. Do like Zacchaeus. Look for Jesus. And you will have the privilege to have him in your home. Zacchaeus was privileged to have Jesus. To know him by name. And do you know that Jesus knows you by name? He just wants you to be crazy for him enough. So that he can call you. To come down. So that he can go into your home. So please, today... Seize your privilege. Look for Jesus and he will call you by name. Third phase in Zacchaeus' life is Zacchaeus' peace with God. He found peace with God. The most important thing in life is peace with God. When Jesus basically told Zacchaeus, you will not only see me from up the tree, but I also invite myself to stay in your home. Zacchaeus was up to find something incredible. That is peace with God. Because before it was impossible to obey the law, but when Zacchaeus find peace with God, do you know what he said? He said, I am going to give half of my possession to the poor. And if I ever cheated anyone, I will repay them four times. What was impossible for Zacchaeus to do before he met Jesus become very easy. He did not only obey the law of Moses to repay four times. He obeyed the law of Christ and want to give half of his possession. Suddenly, not even the wealth of Zacchaeus stood in his way to have a great relationship with Jesus. He wants to love the unlovable too. And that's the heart Jesus wants you to have this morning. He wants to treat well those he used to abuse. That's the kind of heart Jesus wants you to have this morning. Jesus said, this too is a child of Abraham. My friend, it is possible to have God's heart. But we need to work it. We need to fight our way against the crowd. To go and meet with Jesus. When, when Jesus comes to stay in your home, your priority changes. It's not money anymore. It's not getting anymore. It's giving. Your philosophy changes. Your taste changes. Your crowd changes. 
Instead of grabbing, you are giving. Now, church, many want to have peace with God. But they do not strive enough. They don't work hard enough to cultivate that heart. I want you this morning to cultivate this heart. If Jesus were to conduct a survey, a poll, with the single one question to the members of the crowd, and if the question was, should I consider staying at Zacchaeus' home today? With four possible answers. Number one, never. Number two, when he changes his life. Number three, on another occasion. And number four, yes. One question. Should I consider to stay at Zacchaeus' home tonight? Never. When he changes. Um, uh, one of them would be on another occasion. And the fourth would be yes. I assume maybe only 1% might have said yes. 90% would say to Jesus, never. And the other nine, some would say on another occasion or when it changes. But guess what? Jesus did not ask them permission to go into Zacchaeus' home. He just went. Zacchaeus is happy Jesus did not ask the crowd for permission. And I want you to know that none of us would be here this morning if Jesus asked some of our old friends if we deserve his grace. None. Because they would bring the hardest, the ugliest part of our lives to tell Jesus not to go in. They would bring our flaws. You know, it's a reality. Men judge harsher and harder than God. And when it comes for you to receive a blessing from God, men usually see themselves as the one who deserve that blessing, not you. But, church, let's have God's heart. Let's be merciful. Let's work so that people, we can be an agent to lead people to Christ. Men in general are not merciful. The absence of this one thing, mercy, is what causes most churches or most Christians not to have the heart of God. If you want to have the heart of God this morning, you have to be merciful. If you want to care about things that God care, you have to be merciful. Be merciful toward gays and lesbians who are looking for Jesus. Help them find Him. Clear the path so that they can meet with Him. Don't be one of those in the crowd who are preventing them to meet with Jesus. Pave the way. Be merciful toward the prostitutes who are looking for Jesus. Hug them. Care for them. Make them feel the, the, that you care about them. Do not block their way to Jesus. Open instead the path leading 
to Jesus. Jericho was full of Levites, but they were not merciful. They wanted to prevent Zacchaeus to meet Jesus. Be merciful toward the robbers, the murderers, the rebellious son of yours, the rebellious daughter, the niece, the nephew, the cousin, the neighbor who wants to meet Jesus. Be merciful toward them. Pray for them so that they can have that thirst, that eagerness that Zacchaeus has to meet Jesus. Because Jesus is the only one who can save them. When God has given me the vision to, to go to Highland, places that many of you have been, one of the dear members of my family, she said to me, Son, do not go. Those people have been in voodoo all their lives. That's all they know. And I say to my aunt, but God wants me to go. She said, well, if you are convinced, you can go, but it's not going to work. For the first year of going back and forth there, in back of my mind, I was thinking, maybe she is right. <laughs> Those of you who were there in June, all those people looking for Jesus? Are they climbing the sycamore tree so that they can see Jesus? You know, it is different because today they have that thirst. They want to meet Jesus. And I am glad because merciful people who are like you are here, you have made it possible for them. Now they are going to have the bridge, the bridge that will lead them to Jesus. It will not be just used to have a car drive over for people to have their donkeys and their horses to go over, but that bridge will lead them straight to Jesus. Because of you, they would not have to climb a sycamore tree. They can walk straight to Jesus. This is the heart that we need to have. This is the heart that Jesus desired for us to have. We need to be loving. We need to be merciful. We need to be able to see beyond the present state of an individual because the bad boy today can be a preacher of the gospel tomorrow. Did you realize it was a prostitute who first brought the gospel to the coward disciples who were hiding? She was one of the ladies who ran back to Jerusalem to tell the good news that he is alive. Did you realize it was a traitor, Peter, who preached the first gospel message so that the church began? That very first day, over 3,000 souls came to Christ? Did you realize that? Did you realize it was the murderer, Paul? The guys who killed Christian, 
that bad boy. Did you realize he planted churches all over Asia, Europe? And it's because of his boldness that the gospel came to America? Did you realize that? Did you realize it is the same bad boy who wrote half of the New Testament? My friend, let's cultivate the heart of God so that we can open doors to people so that they can meet our Jesus. If you are here this morning and you have not met with Jesus, do not let anything stand on your way. Not the crowd. Not your means. Not your position. Strive to meet Jesus. Because He is the one who can not only save you, but He can give meaning to your life. Jesus said to Zacchaeus, I need to stay in your house today. Some of you are here this morning who don't know Jesus yet. Jesus is saying to you right now, I need to stay in your heart today. Will you give him your heart to stay? My brothers, my sisters, let us be a merciful church. Let's be merciful people who will introduce people to Jesus so that they can be free. As we continue to partner together as a church and as a mission, let's cultivate the heart of God. God bless you.